Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Podcast. You have everything inside you to live your life on purpose. Just click your heels, step into your Ruby Slippers and head home to yourself. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and letting me be in your ears for a short period of today. I really, really appreciate it. I have got a very exciting guest on the show today. I am going to introduce you to Madeline, who is the host, creator, and the brains behind the uber successful podcast, The Healthy Hustler, which is all about interviewing people that are hustling or having a successful career or building their careers while being super healthy and conscious about that kind of stuff in the process. She's also the mum to one beautiful little girl who loves to climb out of her cot quietly. (laughs) So welcome, Madeline. Thank you so much for being on the show. And did I miss anything? Did I forget anything? Is there anything you want to add? No, that was a very lovely intro. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the show. I'm super excited. It's it's always a juggle when you've got kids. That's why I've hired a studio (laughs) to do this in because... I cannot believe you're doing this with four children. That's amazing. Absolutely. Like I said to you before we started recording, it's, you know, when something lights you up and you've got like a bigger mission, you just, it's like food for your soul. You've just got to get in and do it. 100%. It's so true. And it's funny, I guess, at the moment, I guess, being in isolation and not having the support that I usually am lucky enough to have um, from my mum and mother-in-law, I've really started to realise just how like I'm making the podcast even more of a priority now because I just need it so much to fill up my cup and it completely lights my soul on fire. So I feel you there. I love that so much. So tell us a little bit about your story. I try and talk to my guests about what I guess I refer to as default. So what you were doing prior to you kind of finding your, the thing that feeds your soul, that lights you up. And then what the defining moment or decision kind of was for you where you flipped in and went, you know what, I'm stepping into my ruby slippers and I'm wearing them every day. So tell us a little bit about your story and how that looked for you. Yeah, for sure. So I actually started my working career at the Cotton On Group, um, so quite a big global company, fashion company, and I was in marketing and events there and absolutely loved my job. It sounds really silly, but when I was younger, I never really thought about my career too much. Like I wasn't overly career driven. I just wanted to be a mum. That's all I'd ever wanted to do. Oh my God, same. <laughs> yeah. And it was so funny. I got into this to this job and I, I don't know, the energy and the people and, you know, I was really out of my comfort zone all the time and I just absolutely loved it. But there was a lot of pressure because um, I was traveling a lot interstate. So I guess naturally that puts a lot of pressure on your health, your well-being um, and your relationships as well. So it was quite a demanding job. I learned so much, but after five years, I was kind of like, you know what, I really need to start investing in my own health and well-being. So I, I did that, exactly that. I started engaging in meditation, um, self-care, really eating heaps of nourishing meals. And one of the things that I had noticed during my time at Cotton On, I was lucky enough to look after a lot of the ambassadors and influencers, I guess. And they were very influential people. Now, all at the top of their game and they were hustling so incredibly hard and I used to just kind of look at them and think 
how are you able to do this without suffering any form of burnout or ever being you know exhausted they were always just so full of energy and had so much to offer those around them and once i started injecting those healthier habits into my life and prioritizing meditation and nourishing meals um, and exercise i started to realize that oh my goodness this is how they're doing it this is why they're able to be so successful and hustle so hard and stay at the top of their game is because they're constantly investing in themselves and prioritizing their health and well-being. So once um, I finished up at Cotton On, I, I moved back to Melbourne because I was, I was traveling about an hour for work there. So I moved back to Melbourne and I think it just allowed me the space to kind of really think about what I wanted, what I missed out of my work what I didn't necessarily enjoy doing and some of the things that came up for me was um, presenting and interviewing guests so I did a lot of that for Cotton On Body I used to host their live stream events um, with founders so I really missed that sort of stuff and also really being outside of my comfort zone so I had the idea for the podcast for sharing these influential um, people's stories and I guess inspiring other people to live their happiest and healthiest lives. So yeah, it definitely started as a bit of a passion project, I guess, yeah, um, yeah. but it has turned into my full-time job, which has been incredible and absolutely, I guess, what I wanted and the best thing I could ever have manifested. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. So what challenges did you come up against along the way? Because, you know, deciding to do something like this, which is in, you know, quote marks, out of the norm, like it's not something that everyone just gets up and does. So what kind of challenges did you come up against, maybe externally, but also internally, like with self-belief and stuff like that? And how did you overcome them? For me, it was definitely internal, probably more so. I think um, believing in myself enough, I think I had a lot of those thoughts of who do you think you are? Like, you're not a presenter. What, you think you can just launch a podcast? Like, you can't even pronounce a lot of your words correctly. Like, all these just really, really negative fear-based comments were constantly popping up in my head. So I actually originally launched the podcast with um, one of my close friends, which now reflecting, looking back, I absolutely needed that because she was so in my corner. She had my back. She was you know, pushing me the whole time. And I, I still don't think I probably would have ever been able to do it at that point in my career without her. So that was definitely a really amazing thing to just have that person surrounding you. And my husband as well was just kind of like backing me and pushing me. So I think that was a huge learning for me was just how important the people are that you surround yourself with because we can let that negative self-talk in our own head kind of take over and if we're not surrounded by people that are, that are lifting us up and that are encouraging us and telling us that we're we're good enough to do this then it can get pretty nasty in that in that little head <laughs> so I think that was definitely probably one of the main things that I really really had to focus on was just squashing that self-talk and meditation was something that definitely helped um, gave me the tools to really recognize those thoughts let go of them and kind of I guess, 
fight back with more of a positive one of you can do this absolutely you can do this it's it's just fear so I think I talk about fear a lot um, as well because I think that that's definitely something as human beings we let manifest and take control and we definitely let it be a huge barrier for what we want our life to actually look like and I think a lot of us get too comfortable with staying in the comfort zone and I always remind myself um, and those around me that good things don't come from comfort zones. I think to really find the magic is you have to step outside of that comfort zone, which in turn means usually stepping into fear. Oh, I'm just like listening to you going, and that's a quote, and that'll look really good on a graphic oh. card. Yep, that'll be great. So good. So much wisdom. Want more tools to help you live your purpose daily? Don't leave your ruby slippers on the shelf. Click your heels at www.rosynerney.com and check out her free online course now. The audience that, that listens to this podcast, a lot of them are kind of at the beginning of their personal growth journey and they're just in that kind of waking up period and they're just realizing that a lot of the stuff in their life including the people around them are probably not going to help them so did you have to let go of some people in your life in order to move forward in the direction that you wanted to to be completely honest, I probably, I, yeah, I absolutely did, but probably nothing too drastic. I've been very lucky with, I guess, the friends I surround myself with. But in saying that, that is a process I've probably been working on for years without almost realising it. You know, if I look back to when I was 20, 21, absolutely, there is so many people that I've let go of, but my core you know, my core best friends and my core girlfriends have always remained the same. But I think it's because it's something I have always prioritised. And I, you know, I even remember back in school days, um, you know, mum would say things to me, my mum would say things to me like, you know, Maddie, do you really think that that person's good for you to be hanging out with? Like, look at your behaviour, all the things that you do when you're with that person compared to when you're with this person. And I think that that actually really instilled a value in me of, of recognising the type of person I was when I was surrounded by others. And I definitely knew who was allowing me to be the best version of myself. But I think for anyone who is kind of in that and is feeling like they maybe have too many toxic people in their life, I think it's really about becoming aware of your actions and the way you feel when you are surrounded by those people. And if they're not allowing you to be the best version of yourself, if they're not allowing you to feel happy and to feel confident, like the people that you surround yourself with should be your best cheerleaders. They should be in your corner all the time cheering you on. And if you're not getting that, I think that maybe they are the type of people to say goodbye to. And it it doesn't mean that you have to completely cut them from your life. It's just maybe reducing the amount of time you're spending with them or even making them aware, you know, having the conversation of, because a lot of the time they're not actually aware of the toxicity that they're putting into your life. So it's even just having that conversation around like, hey, I just want you to know, you know, I really enjoy spending time with you, but a few of your comments or a few of your actions are actually making me feel like this and making them aware of the way that they're making you feel. Sometimes they're actually so, so unaware of 
what they're doing to you. Mm. So I think being brave enough mm. to have that conversation if they are someone that you want to still have in your life um, is definitely a, a really first kind of step. And it also gives you a bit of courage to know that you can have those harder conversations. Absolutely. So much wisdom. So where, I mean, you're, you're doing everything you're doing now with the podcast and raising your little girl where do you have like plans for where it's going or you're just going to keep keep rolling yeah i absolutely do i'm definitely um bit of a bit of a planner a bit of a control freak in some aspects <laughs> but i also truly believe in i guess leaving enough like uh, space and almost flexibility in my business to be able to be reactive and I think that's something I really learned in my early days at Cotton On. It was a very reactive business Um, and so there's elements of that that I love being able to react to an opportunity and be able to be like yes I can completely do that or to have the flexibility to completely pivot when something's not working in your favor. So yes, there is, there is some big plans. Um, we actually I launched into events last year. So that's a huge focus. I did some live events with Georgie Stevenson, who is the host of the Rise and Conquer podcast. Yeah, so we did three live events. So that's a huge focus um, moving forward. Obviously, the isolation restrictions are, are making it hard to pivot a little bit at the moment, but um, that's definitely a big focus for of just being able to bring the community together. I just love being able to connect with like-minded women. Um, the energy in events is just second to none. And I think, you know, it's definitely a, a part of me after working in the event space for so many years. So that's a huge focus for the business yeah totally you can't beat live events that's why it doesn't matter how much you do online when tickets go on sale people buy them because you can't you can't get that connection anywhere else I really love what you said about creating space to be reactive can you elaborate just quickly just a little bit more on that because not just in business but in life in general just creating space to be able to when something comes up go yeah actually that's where I'm going so Elaborate on that if you could. Yeah, 100%. So I think for me, like I said, when I was at Cotton On, it was a very reactive business. And so there was elements of that that I loved that kept me really, I guess, on the ball and kind of eager for more. But there was also elements of that that did not serve me at all because I was always run down. You kind of never knew where you were going or where you're going to turn and what was kind of around the corner. So for me, it was really about using an element of that to my favour while also giving myself enough space to be able to be creative when I'm in that reactive mindset. So I do that through meditation, um, movement, going for walks, being in nature, and I really, really prioritise those things on a daily basis. And I find the more space that you can create, the more your creative side is ignited Um, And then in turn, you can be a little bit reactive to things. Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. Thanks for being part of our purpose. The Ruby Slipper podcast is kept ad-free so we don't annoy the shit out of you with ads. If you'd like to keep it that way and receive exclusive gifts from Rosie, please click on the Patreon link, which you can find in the show notes or at rosynerney.com. This is not an ad. Okay, so if you could leave everyone with like one gold nugget that's like sitting on the fence of how do I dive into this life? I know something's calling me. I know there's something bigger out there. How can I jump into it? What would that be? Oh, you're really putting me on the spot here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just first thing, first thing that pops into your head. 
Um, so I think this is one I kind of do really live by and I love and I heard it a while ago, ages ago actually from my friend Sarah Holloway and it's something I know she lives by and I completely live by and I think in life and business it needs to be applied and it's that people will never remember what you said but they'll always remember the way you make them feel and the reason I love that is because I believe so much in the relationships that I have built over time and so much of my business has been built off having strong relationships and I truly believe that that all comes down to the way that I've made people feel and in turn when you go to them then and ask for a favour like e.g. would you come on my podcast I am launching it from scratch I've got no followings no nothing but I really need someone to give me a head start literally they like I was so lucky with the amount of people that just turned around and said, oh my goodness, of course, this is amazing. You're doing that. So I think also too, you know, with my event stuff with Georgie, that all came down from just having a good relationship. So always value relationships, no matter who it is. You just never know when someone is going to become a bigger and stronger part of your journey. So um, that's probably my advice. And look, being a nice person is just a great thing as well. It makes you feel good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. I know it is like a juggle, mum life and podcasting and work and all that kind of stuff. So thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you being here. And I know everyone listening would have got so much, so much juice and good wisdom out of this. So Thank you. If you want to check out Madeline's podcast, The Healthy Hustler, head to iTunes now. It's one of the top rated podcasts, so you definitely won't miss it. And also on Instagram at The Healthy Hustlers, you will find her there. So that's it. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Absolutely love chatting to you and all the best. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time on the next episode of the Ruby Slipper podcast. Shine in your Ruby Slippers and get weekly inspiration. Join Rosie's mailing list at www.rosienerney.com. 